0: This is The Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall.
1: Have you ever been in a situation where somebody asks you a rude or a very personal question and you're not quite sure how to respond? It's a sticky situation, and today I'd like to offer some advice to handle that. Before we get to the show, I just want to briefly encourage you to become a Lisa B VIP. You can find that at lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. Why? Because you won't miss any of the podcasts. You'll also get a direct link to any of the blog posts, as well as discounts and special offers for super fans that I offer through the newsletter only. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. Recently, I received an email Asking why people ask such rude and personal questions, here's the letter that I received. Hi, Lisa. I live in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Usually, I receive the following question. When will you get pregnant? This question usually comes up in meetings with friends, family, and even at work. People start conversations by talking about marriage, then ask how long you've been married. And if a woman is married for over two years, the next question is, when is the baby coming? I get annoyed because I don't want to have babies, and as I'm eight years married, societal pressure is getting high. I've tried several times to explain very politely that babies are not in my plans, but then people, family, and friends start pushing, telling me that I must have a baby, that I'm selfish, that I need a kid. I'm just tired of this question, and I think it's very private. I don't ask fat people when they will go on a diet or unemployed about when they'll find a job. I don't think I have to provide explanations about my personal decisions. I hope you can help me, Aline. Well, Aline, you're probably more considerate than many people. You recognize a sensitive subject and assume that if the other person wants to talk about it, he or she will bring it up. But some people don't seem to think that way. They have their own views and apply them to other people without considering how those people feel about it. I lived in Panama for several months learning Spanish. I was married and had not yet had any children, and I used to get asked that same question, when will you have kids, just about every day. At first, I was uncomfortable, but then I realized they were just trying to make a conversation, that talking about having kids was just a societal expectation. In essence, they were asking in order to show interest and concern for my future. I truly believe that they didn't realize that what they were asking was very personal for me. The motives were well-intended, but nonetheless, the questions were intrusive. I chose to believe that most people who asked were simply trying to make a connection with me. Yes, they were misguided and awkward, but still just trying to make a connection. So even though the delivery was off, I tried to show appreciation for the attempt at connecting. On the other hand, I only had to deal with it for a few months. I can imagine it getting old after eight years, especially if the same people keep asking. I think the same thing happens here to some extent, but in the U.S., I think people are more sensitive and realize that it may not be possible for you to have kids, or you may not want them. I suspect that here in the U.S. also, after asking a few times, most people would give up, except maybe someone's mom. When a person is asking for the first time, Try to assume that the motivation is positive and reframe the question in your mind as an attempt at connection or helpfulness. Yes, you can be hurt, angry, or humiliated, or whatever feelings you have. Those feelings are very real, but you don't need to express them or react to them. Instead, your response should be kind but firm. I appreciate your interest, but I just don't know. It's not something I talk about in public. Or you could try. Thanks for asking. That's a tough subject for me. I really don't know. Remember that even though this may be the hundredth time someone has asked, it's still the first time that that person is asking. So just respond and follow up with a question of your own. Repeated questions from the same people should be handled more firmly. I had a friend who was married for several years and would frequently get asked in jest, when was she going to start having children? Finally, she got sick of it one day and said firmly, please stop asking. It's a very sensitive subject. That gave the impression that she was trying to have children but couldn't, and that shut everyone up. No one wanted to hurt her by asking again. You, however, may want to soften your response a bit by saying, I'm not sure if you realize it, but that's a particularly sensitive subject for me. I prefer not to talk about it, and it would really help if you would stop asking. Whichever approach you choose, be sure to immediately change the subject. Ask a question of the speaker or someone else immediately after you say that so that the conversation can easily continue on and not uncomfortably dwell on the topic. In fact, you may want to have two or three questions ready for exactly the situation. If you do this enough times, people should get the idea that you aren't going to talk about it. This approach really can be used for any rude question. First, don't let your emotions dictate you. You dictate your emotions. Next, Tell the person firmly but patiently that you will not discuss it, then change the subject. And by the way, in my book, Smart Talk, I dedicate an entire chapter to how to deal with difficult people and another chapter to how to have a difficult conversation, both of which may be of value in this situation. This is Lisa B. Marshall, helping you to lead and influence. And as always, your success is my business. Hey, if you enjoyed the show and you'd like to get even more tips and information, you might consider becoming a Lisa B VIP. You can do that by visiting lisabmarshall.com forward slash VIP. Hi, this is Carol. If you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best selling books, Smart Talk and Ace Your Interview. I did, and they were informative and enjoyable. Finally, you can learn more about Lisa's keynotes and workshops at lisabmarshall.com, or if you have a question for Lisa, send it to public Speaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Thanks for everything you do, Lisa.
0: If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email public Speaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.
1: Hey, are you still listening? Well, if you are, you must be a fan of the show. And if that's the case, I would love to invite you to be a part of it. You can record the outro just like Carol did in this episode. In order to get the details, just shoot me an email.